how was that porn show, huh? <laughs> Who show got some porn? comments? It wasn't a porn show. <laughs> it was a show. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. The show about porn yeah. was fantastic. Um, a lot of great comments. And again, we can, so many good points and we can continue to, to grow our porn show. Oh no. We can continue to grow our porn uh. show. The, the porn section of our group, uh, we will continue to grow it. Now there, there is a lot of great conversations, a lot of great truths that come out and a lot of aha moments, a lot of moments where you're just saying like, oh man, like. I guess that is when when I was talking about how we have to have this conversation. We're, we're all pretending it's not there, or we're we're turning our nose up to it. We're, we we place so many judgments on things because we're we're taught to again the, through these psychological operations that we call marketing and influence. We're taught to place judgment labels on things, mm-hmm. right? So we're we're taught to place judgment labels on things to influence to us to do something. So, you know, whether it was, you know, the era in which uh, you could be a, a, a you know, a, um, a size eight, and then there era we could be a size zero, and it was an era where you could have big boobs or just regular boobs or just, you know, whether you had the, 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 big, uh, the big butt or the little butt or whether you had the rugged Marlboro Man look or you had the, the goatee or regular mustache. So men and women, there's, you always go through those things, but what we don't realize is that they place um, – judgmental labels on it because they want you to perform or behave in a marketing way. We want you to buy our products. So we want you to think small boobs bad or big boobs bad or mm-hmm. small butt bad or big butt bad or, you know, size, size XYZ equals bad and size XYZ equals bad. Good. And, and so they they try to get you to put those moral values on things and the reality of it is 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 that there's no reason to i mean you can if you want to be moral values person that's great um but when it comes to adapting to life because remember uh it's not the strongest who survive right it's 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 the ones who adapt and so for me you really want to to just i i don't have to know why it it is I, I simplify my life in a lot of ways, and I think that's what helps me um, look at behavior the way to do it, the way I do, and I'm, I'm able to understand it the way I do, is because I don't, I don't, um, I, I don't bother myself with the moral value of it. There, are, of course, I have some moral values that I take very seriously, but for most things. I can look at that for myself so I can have my own relationship with porn, let's say, whether I like it, I don't like it, I think it's bad, I watch it, I don't watch it. I can have my own relationship with it. For that, I'll put a value based on what it's, what it's based on. And, but in general, when I see billions of people, literally billions of people watching it, I don't say good, bad. I say this is what's happening. How do we adjust? I don't argue with reality when it comes to the general behavior of it. And so we, I got a lot of messages about that. Like, hey, you're right. Here I spent all this time saying this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And had I just said, all right, I personally don't agree with it, 
but this is obviously happening. Let me find out. Let me talk to my spouse. Let me talk to like, what's, what's this going on? And you'll often see when you do take that step that there is a time for learning. And, and remember we talked about communication and having updated versions of each other. You can finally have those conversations and it is embarrassing at first. I'm sure for the person to be like, Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, I do uh, look at porn. Um, and I don't know, you know, maybe you'll get an honest conversation. Like, I don't know. I started when I was X, Y, Z years old and it's just more of a habit than a need. I need it because of a habit, not because I actually care like that kind of conversation. And then you can open up about each other's, you know, the, the, because of we tend to come from all theological societies, you know, there, there's so much theology in our society that there's so much, um, judgment and taboo placed on human sexuality, mm-hmm. which is argument, argument. Actually, I won't even say that you could argue it. The purpose of our humanity has been deemed a sexual purpose in the sense that we reproduce and procreate it's it's the thing that we are naturally inclined to do barring again barring the percentages on each end right there's a percentage on each end some people are literally born unable to reproduce uh there are some people uh, literally in um not uh not interested and that's always going to be a sizable amount of people but in the general it's going to be a very very small percent as with anything else as with anything else that's created there's going to be a large percentage of average and then there's going to be at the top and the bottom there's going to be a small percentage of the in average but humans are here to reproduce you know it's really fascinating um statistic is that in the time that I've been born, in the time that I've been born, like the years that I've been alive, the population of the earth has nearly doubled. Wow. In my lifetime, from when I was born to today, the population of the earth has nearly doubled. We are here and our natural (laughs) inclination is to reproduce. And so, and so we have to recognize that when we have a function like porn, when we have a psychological function that can mimic our natural inclination and it can play on our natural drives. And now it has been combined with literally, what did I just say? Oh, you're curious about what Tulum looks like? The Mayan pyramids, the Mayan ruins look like in Mexico right now. And you could be in Michigan. You could be in Australia. You could be in Canada. You could be in, in, in the Arctic right now. And within a touch of a button, you could be 4K. That's 4,000 pixels every, like the a clearest video you'll ever see of somebody just walking through. You don't have to be curious. Within a second, you're walking through with them through the Mayan ruins so when you combine our primate natural desire which like i said you can't argue it we've doubled it in my lifetime i'm not young but i'm not old we've doubled in in my lifetime doubled and so it is our natural inclination to reproduce and to engage in the action that allows us to reproduce and so 
when we have this this porn thing, and I did get some messages that were like, "Hey, I think that you weren't hard on porn." <laughs> but but in the sense that I should have been saying, "No, porn bad, porn bad." It, it it could be bad. It could be fine. It could it could be anything. It's it's like anything else. Mm-hmm. It's it's like anything else. We can argue it or fight it, or you can recognize, hey, uh, for me it's going to be one thing. For you, it's going to be another thing. That's why I don't talk politics ever. It's not that I don't have political views. I don't talk politics ever because I recognize that they are my political views. Mm-hmm. And and I I understand I am capable of holding the thought in my mind that I could be right about something and so could you, even though we hold opposite opinions. And the reason is because it's right for me. X, Y, Z politics work for me. You could say, oh, I completely disagree. I want the complete opposite. And you could be right. Mm. Because it works for you. What kind of what kind of person would I be to argue you out of something that's best for you? That's crazy. So I don't talk about it because I don't want that same influence when I say, oh, you should vote this way or you should think this way or, or push a, some sort of political agenda in that sense. Because what, Because if something's right for me, it doesn't mean it's right for you. And I would hate to influence you to do something that isn't right for you just because it's right for me. And so... I feel the same way with porn. I feel the same way with most of, of the things that we talk about. But porn, the reason that we, we, we had a whole show about it is because thousands of people have talked to me over the past couple of decades about the impact it has had, uh, what they call porn addiction or just, what just call the, the fantasies that come from it. Uh, we heard and read about deteriorations in middle schools and high schools and um, that's, you know... Um, secondary schools um and and so instead of fighting it and saying okay let's talk let's let's put out this tremendous blaze of humanity of hundreds of thousands of years of the desire to reproduce mixed in with the sexual world at your fingertips instead of putting out that blaze with a with a small little cup of water that we have Let's figure out the blaze and let's figure out how, like any other fire, remember what Shakespeare said, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So we create it, right? Taking our power back, everything we talk about, taking our power back and saying, wait a second, how do I use this fire to warm my life, to make my life cozy instead of using it to burn it down? It's fire. If I say bad fire, bad fire, that does nothing. So we could take that same thing that exists and let me become familiar with it. Let me see what it can do in my life. And I've talked about it. I've talked about my view of porn in that sense. And I even shared because of what other you know, friends and clients have shared with me, my my personal views of, of making sure that the person you're with becomes your porn, if anything. Because, yeah, as I as I age... I don't want to become addicted to to um, to sexual uh, cravings just with people half my age. That's mm-hmm. that doesn't make for happiness. It doesn't make for um, for um, emotional or mental health. Not only for me, but for the person I love. Well, that it, it, but you can't negate that it still exists and that it's still there, and that again we can engage in a way that that it empowers us 
as opposed to forcing, you know, at the beginning, when we, I first said we were going to do the porn show a couple of months ago, getting messages like, oh, that's a deal breaker. If a guy says he watches porn, um, blah, blah, blah. And I would always write back like, hey, listen, if a guy says he doesn't watch porn and he has no explanation, just says this wholehearted like, nope, no porn for me, thanks. He watches more porn than everybody. He he. If he's like, oh, I have never and I do not masturbate. He is looking to set a world record. He <laughs> masturbates more than anybody. Don't ever hear that. So let's not make liars out of them. Instead, let's have a healthy understanding of what that is. Let's have a healthy understanding of 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 what they might be watching. You know, and, and open the whole new world of flags, but first have this idea of of what's happening. It becomes such an uncomfortable conversation because, again, theology and marketing and psychological operations that we call theology and influence and and it, they have convinced us to become quiet about the most natural thing about us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> her sexuality. <laughs> so instead of talking about it and becoming familiar with it and laughing at the fact that, like I was saying on the last show, and someone someone sent me a really heartwarming message about how you know they're a little older than I am, and how freeing it was when I was laughing, saying, "Oh, you're you're the dude that jerks off. You're the <laughs> only one. That's it. Like that's that, why are we saying like?" <gasps> Oh, you're you're the woman that got super excited and masturbated. Like that's that's <laughs> everybody. That's not a thing. You didn't invent that shit, and you didn't invent hiding it, and you didn't invent pretending that you're all. Oh, I can't believe that we're even discussing this. You can believe it <laughs> inside. You're so glad we are, and you don't know what to do with it. So let's just discuss it. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. You're the first, you're the primate that has no, I control completely every sexual <laughs> instinct. Stop. Can we stop pretending that we're, that we have this, this, this control? The population of the world hasn't doubled in my lifetime because everyone's under control. <laughs> that isn't it. There's, we, what did we say? It was a billion people watching VR porn. It's not that way because we understand how to control this. It's so crazy. So we could just have the conversation. And so I think that that making that open has really I really enjoying the messages that I'm getting because they are my favorite thing, my favorite kind of my own emotional porn, which is getting messages from people who who have been liberated from that prison, whether the prisons of toxic relationships to people, toxic relationships with food, toxic relationships with their own sexuality Uh for me, those type of messages are, are my favorite. So uh, we'll keep having uh, this conversation and, and keep t openly talking about it. Again, I'm not going to unprimate. I'm not going to unmonkey me. Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> to pretend that we're not that is, is just, again, you, you, you'll, you'll never find out who you are and, be, and have healthy, a healthy, truly healthy life. If you keep continuing to pretend you're someone else and there are places that that's so challenging, but sexuality shouldn't be one of them. Don't let your churches or any of that. You can, you can build a strong church message to churches. 
You can build strong churches and talk about your theology and talk about your characters and your prophets. You can do all those things without making people feel shitty about themselves. You can do that. Stop making people feel shitty about the things you do when masses are over. Stop doing that. There's no reason. It's not 1204 AD anymore. You know what I mean? We don't have to do that. You don't have to scare the shit out of people for them to come into your buildings and, and hope and pray and light candles so that they won't be strucketh down for having thoughts about the shit you're doing. Let's just be honest about it. Let's be honest about it and say, hey, listen, you can empower, inspire people by letting them recognize that you are that. You're not the only one who has had sexual impulses. You're not the only one who's ever uh, had sexual um, uh, fantasies about someone you're not with. You're not the only one. You're a primate. You're just the one who's you're, you're the one of many who are just denying it and aren't able to adjust it. You're not able to re recognize it and identify that. I don't know why I'm thinking of this person. Well, because it's like any other trauma. It's like any other imprint that happens. I don't know why. I, don't, I can't. Uh, the, com the example I gave. I don't know why I love my wife so much. I don't know why I'm a tr I'm not, I can't get physically aroused by looking at her. Oh, because you're looking at someone half her age every single day. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's not a mystery but let's just be a, oh no i don't i don't look at porn that much ah now i have to start fresh because now i recognize that you know you look at it more than you should <laughs> and that's why you just lied to me so instead let's not pretend oh wow i yeah i guess i do i don't type in hey i want you know 20 year old woman doing this i don't type that in steve no, you don't. But you go to a woman doing this and, and are, the inclination is going to go to, again, what the most popular, most popular is. And so as we age, because you go through your sexual peak in your teens. And so you're stuck on that. That's what your initial is. That's why you like so many things you've liked since your teens. That's why you've liked so many things you liked since you were a kid, because it's those inclinations. I remember every time I smell hot dogs, I remember being and walking down Coney Island or the, or the shore. And I remember it was, it was great. And every time I get that smell, I feel alive and vibrant. Yeah. So why would that not apply to other things? It does. So let's not be embarrassed by it. Let's deal with it and say, okay, let's, let's not, let's not do this. Let's be honest with each other. And if, and if you're, if you can't, if you can't be honest with the person, then that's another, as far as I'm concerned, a, ca a compatibility thing. That's a compatibility thing. And that's cool. Just, it just, there's, there's really no, most of us, especially in our group here, right? I'm, I'm talking to all of you. Most of us are, you know, in our, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, right? So we, we understand that there's some people that are just, you're in, you're not compatible with and it's not there doesn't have to be drama with it there doesn't have to be any of those things these are conversations that you can have and say hey this is what i am this is who i am this is what i like oh you don't like that? that's awesome i'm you're allowed to not like that and i'm allowed to not want to be with you because you don't like that like there's no drama necessary all that stuff goes away and so we have to be when we're in relationships like that 
it is so important that you clearly define, and, and this is the, the problem with a lot of modern day relationships when people will talk about, you know, I want, um, I want, Steve, when can I date a guy who's honest with me from the start? Steve, when can I date a guy who's, who's, um, who's able to, um, uh, be just truthful and honest? You can, but we have to just be ready for that honesty. So when you do sit across from a guy and say, hey, do you watch porn? Because that's a deal breaker. My ex watched porn and now that's a deal breaker. What are the chances this guy's about to be honest with you? You just told him on day one that if he does the thing that every single male you're going to meet does. And by the way, side note, if some of you right now are saying, not my guy right now, he doesn't watch porn. He watches it more than any of us. I'm telling you. I, I love you all, and I tell you so gently, that guy watches it more than everybody. And so we have to recognize that if we're going to have those honest conversations, if, if, if we want to have those conversations, we have to be ready. I used, I used to tell the, the joke of, we all want someone to be honest until we ask them if we look fat in this shirt. <laughs> So, but, but in reality, we have to engage this because culture and society leads us to failure in this topic because sexuality has been, has been, um, uh, hijacked by theology. And so we have to control this in our own lives. Because the stigmas are going to be there. The stigmas are going to be there. You have thousands of years of oppressive sexuality. We still have it in parts of the world. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm being respectful to some of you. I know I have a lot of, uh, uh, of women who watch in, in some of the more conservative nations around the world. And I mean this respectfully. I love you all. But some of you are still so are indoctrinated to be ashamed of your sexuality and you're covered up. You know, my, you know, someone, someone, uh, uh, so close to me grew up in a religion and we were just talking about that as they escaped it. Uh, whereas sexuality was, was the pivotal point, um, of, of their doing or undoing. Uh, and you go some places around the world where if it's, if it's hot out and, and, and a woman's wearing a tank top, she's a whore. Like, it's so crazy to me. So we, we have to know that culture and society isn't going to help us with that because theology holds it so tightly. So we, in our only, in, in, in our, um, lives have to adapt what we feel is right. So you can have your own and we lose this again. Every show I do is always going to be about taking your power back. We can take our own power back and say, okay, porn exists. The accessibility to porn exists. What does that mean for our household, for our relationship? What are the standards? What are the, what are the, what is acceptable and not acceptable in my own life? And, and that we can do. That we can do. And so we can, we can navigate that 
in an honest conversation about sexuality, about desires, about, um, uh, about, um, the inclination to act upon desires, that kind of stuff. Because remember how you do anything is how you do everything. So how I see you act upon your desire to eat a cheeseburger, I already know so much about you. Your inability to fight something off that you're craving and desire, I already know so much about you. And so your your instant, your instant, imagine, imagine, so again, because porn is such a stigma, we, we, we don't realize that. Again, mechanism, how you do anything is how you do everything, mechanism, mechanism. I walked through Bryant Park yesterday and shout out to Bryant Park for having the courage and the foresight to safely um, do the Christmas village or at least be setting up for it. At least they're going to attempt it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was walking through and at the, at the corner, there's that, that waffle place. They had waffle cones there all ready so for, for Mr. Steve to eat. Oh, you want some ice cream on there? You want a little drizzling of fudge, Mr. Steve? It's right here, buddy. It's right here. And so I, I think I, I, I pointed the camera at it and I, and I joke and I was like, oh my God, look how good that looks. Not today, Satan, right? Fighting it off. But imagine, so imagine if I were to say, hey folks, the second I decided to be healthier, the second I started competing in jujitsu, the, the second that I started taking my athleticism to the next level, I immediately never once again had a craving for pizza. Never once again craved the cheeseburger. Never again I am a child of the light. And I only have direct healthy thoughts that do not include any temptation towards waffle cones. That would be, you would all laugh like you're doing now, Steph, and I'm being silly, but, but you would all laugh. Because of course I want it. Of course pizza's delicious. Of course cheeseburgers are delicious. Of course I want to eat cheeseburgers every day. But it's gonna it's gonna make me physically unhealthy and probably be the cause of my death in the long run, right? And so but you all would know that I'm full of shit if I said, Oh no, I don't crave that stuff. No, not at all. I am uh, I walk the correct path of health and oneness. My body is my temple you all be like oh, okay first of all you say you don't crave it you crave it more than everybody you're crying you're crying outside of a burger place you're just crying like i love you and i miss you you know that that's funny that's that's porn so when someone's like no of course not I would never want to see the exact type of person I'm attracted to naked. That would be crazy that every single cell in my body now, because of this mechanism in front of me, that every single thing I've ever found attractive on the people I'm attracted to, I can piece it together into one, what I would consider a completely perfect human being, and then have an HD, the greatest cameras in the history of cameras available, now an inch away from their body. Why would I ever? My body's my temple. That's crazy. That's crazy. The person that says that, they they will they will faint 
if you ever look at their browsing history. <laughs> and so we have to just recognize, we just have to recognize that let's, no, of course pizza's delicious. Tell us your strategies for not having pizza. Tell us your strategies. And, and so you all know my strategy, right? My strategy is I walk away. I acknowledge it, but I walk away. I do what my mom said, right? In her, in her, in her dying moments, a fucking proud moment for me, a heartbreaking, but proud moment for me was my mom reminding me that, that you don't, that you win 100% of every fight you don't engage in. Right? And so my, my idea of that was, um, was no, you stay away from the food courts. Can I go to the food court and find something the mall, the shopping mall food court? Can I go there and, and, uh, and find food that's healthy for me? Sure. Is it going to be really, really tough? Yes. Is it going to be tough to navigate all the foods that not only are delicious, but have teams of scientists adding smells to them that they know humans like me find delicious? Is it going to be difficult to fight that off? Of course. So I don't go. Because why give it a chance to beat me? Why give it a chance to, to, uh, to do that? So for me, for me, it, it's that. And to me, that porn is the same way. Why would I engage in something where I can pick and choose exactly whatever you're craving in your head, instant gratification, and then I could be in love with someone who, who doesn't necessarily have all that. Because when does that, when does that, that, that level of love is different than level of lust. The level of just like what I want for my life, the healthy life that I want for me is so huge and complete so much bigger and more complete than the instant gratification I get from a cheeseburger. Right. But yet when I have a cheeseburger, even though it is against the huge vision I have for my life and the, the depth of love that I feel for the vision I have for my life and my health, even though the cheeseburger is actually against that, because of the instant gratification hit that it gives me, I could become addicted to cheeseburgers and fuck up everything else. Nobody talks about that. I'm fucking talking about it. Yeah, you are. Because that's the conversation we have to have. So I, for me personally, you avoid it or make, <laughs> you make your significant other dress up like a cheeseburger. No, you, <laughs> but in, in that sense, let them become your porn. Mm -hmm. Let me become addicted to and mesmerized by your body, by your, and so that creates a level of intimacy, also help you unlock whatever glitches and bumps and bruises, both the media marketing and some asshole did to you. Mm -hmm. And so it, it helps create a healthier, more honest relationship where at the same time, if you were to do it the other way, you do end up in those in those situations in which you're being dishonest and you are, you know, from, from that point of view, you are like, I don't know why I keep having these damn cheeseburgers. It's fucking up my whole life and everything, everything I want. The big picture of my life is being messed up by this two second gratification I'm getting followed by instant regret, but I can't stop the gratification, instant gratification, instant regret cycle. I can't stop it. I don't know why. 
You don't know why, because you have 200,000 years of genetics and the desire to reproduce and the survivalism of your genetic code to want to reproduce. Remember, we are the offspring of the survivors. The primates, the humans who successfully reproduced, right? The, the, the offspring of those who successfully reproduced are us. So we come with the inclination to reproduce successfully because we're, we're descendants of the winners. Yeah. So we have to pay attention to that and we do pay attention to that and recognize, okay, so how do I cheat this system, this cycle of instant gratification and instant regret that fucks up my whole life? How do I cheat that system? Well, if you're paying attention, then get some of the instant gratification that isn't against what you want for your life. Teach yourself to make that instant gratification something that is helpful for your life. And it's contrary to everything. Again, like anything else, you teach women to be empowered, you just fucked up most industries in retail, right? Yeah. So they're, they spend billions of dollars making you think you're too fat, too short, too ugly, too skinny, too tall, too, too blonde haired, too black haired, too red haired, too anything. They're, they're like, you have to be perfect. You know what the perfect size is? It's this big. Like they just, they keep moving the scale so that you're never happy and they're, 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 they will, um, um, will make you feel shitty about yourself, both forcefully and subconsciously, whatever chance they get so that you keep buying shit. The empowered woman cripples every economy. So that's never going to happen. The same thing happens with what I'm telling you. With what I'm telling you is be comfortable with your sexuality, know what you want, and have a discussion with the person you love. Because if you both have the same big picture, you can make these adjustments for yourself, Right. But when that's true, you have someone who's comfortable with their sexuality, comfortable with you are, not only are you crippling theology, but you're also crippling the porn industry, which we have already dis discussed, makes almost $4,000 every second of the day. So, so yes, they're going to do their best that you don't do what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, that you don't do just like the mall food court is never going to be like, yay, you tell them, Steve, don't come to us because we will poison you. Way to go, Steve. Way to empower people. Yes, of course, they'll end up healthy. They'll learn a healthy way of life. They'll learn to create boundaries and gauges in their life. Of course, Steve, we want that for them. Why would the fuck would they want that for you? They want you to go to the food court, eat everything regret it and then go back because they got you with their claws and those chemicals and that food. They got you. They want lifelong, they want lifelong uh, participants. So we, so we have to uh, recognize that. And again, like everything else, I always throw in the little caveat. Well, we don't have to, you can keep having people lie to you and keep having to lie to people and, and keep doing that. Um, you can, you can live in your delusion or, or with your head in the sand, as they say, you can do that, um, forever and, and, and die blaming everything around you when in fact you just, you just didn't look at what is, you don't have to like what is, 
you don't have to like what is. You just have to look at that it's there. Um, and for me, that's um, that's huge. So that that show about porn, not the porn show, <laughs> not the porn but show. the show about porn uh, was really helpful in, in, in opening that dialogue and conversation with people. And, you know, it's a safe place. You, mm-hmm. There's no there's no judgment. There's me laughing at most of it because I know we're all monkeys. And so it's hilarious. Um, and so the idea that, again, there's you think people like football and soccer and tennis and mm-hmm. golf, those numbers don't come anywhere near what one day of porn is in the world. Wow. Understand that. If you're in the USA and you say, oh, my God, the Super Bowl's the biggest event to travel. Mm-hmm. It is not one day in porn. Jesus. One day. Never mind 365 days <laughs> in a year. Like you have to understand that. And so you could either pretend that that's not true. Mm-hmm. You can pretend that uh, the most religious places in the United States and, you know, the data that that we have gathered around the world that allow that kind of data are the highest numbers in porn. And so we have to recognize that. You don't have to, but you can say like, wait a second, what happens if, um, you know, what, what happens if we can be, if we could be open about our sexuality in the, in that, listen, I was raised Catholic. I was raised Catholic and everyone's looking and, and, and yelling and screaming about what happened with the church. And, and it is absolutely deplorable, but on a non-political or judgmental way, you have to ask yourself, like, what would have happened if we just allowed for open conversation about sexuality yeah. and didn't pretend that that in order to love God and be committed to God, that means you don't get an erection. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That means you, you, I love and I'm committed to God, so I don't want to fuck anything. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. And so we recognize that. We recognize it with the advent of of as society here in the United States in the, in the seventies, in the seventies, um, and, and early eighties when it was still, um, a, a super, a no, no taboo to be gay, like regular mm-hmm. gay homosexual kind. When it was super taboo, priests and nuns, nuns, there were entire convents filled with nuns. And guess what? As society first opened with, uh, first opened with um, um, uh, women being accepted in society more and more as gay, you had a lot of top celebrities come out as gay, and mm-hmm. most people really shrugged it off. You had like the hardcore religious, where how dareth you, and that yeah. kind of stuff. But for the most part, as th- there is a a clear statistic, the the numbers don't lie. You could argue with them if you want to, but they're not going to lie. As society accepted women homosexuality, the amount of nuns in convents went down. Huh. So as it became okay to to explore, connect, and be honest about who and what you are and who and what you were attracted to and love, the people lying about it or hiding it, not through not any fault of their own, but through just, again, social norms, went down. Now go find nuns. Go find nuns. There's a fraction, an uh, an extreme fraction. And then later, as the 90s rolled in and 
and and we're coming to today even you're finding what as male homosexuality became a social norm and been been okay you sound the same with priests and so even the catholic churches instead of having just priests with so you can't be married you can't blah, 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 and there's a whole historical reasons for that but the reasons that you started watching their priest numbers went down so much and now you have a lot of international priests huge number of international priests if you if you go to a catholic church you, you know that most of the time the guy's talking to you with an accent mm -hmm, yeah. and guess what he's from a country where it's not okay for dudes to be gay and so we're seeing that again, statistics don't lie. And then when you, when you have the, the incredible, uh, um, child, uh, molesting, raping, a huge cover up for which every single person in the Vatican at that time should be in handcuffs, including the Pope. But aside from, from the criminal aspect of it, just the, the behavioral social aspect of it, if you had just let them be what they are today, which is what I'm saying, You'll see a lot of priests and then you see like deacons and other things and say, hey, well, what's the difference? Well, that guy, he's allowed to be married, have a wife, kids. He's allowed to have a girlfriend. He's allowed to be who he is. And so you're seeing the influx of that because they ran out of people who are like, oh, yes, I follow God and I have no sexual desires at all. Bullshit. You do. You're going to fight them off and they're going to come out nasty because you're you're going to you're going to be imprisoned and it's going to become super unhealthy. And we're going to see the ramifications of it. And we did. Yeah. And we did. And in some parts of the world, we still do for that same reason. So again, are you going to change that? No, not, not in a sweeping way. But the way that you can change it in your own life, the way that you can change it in your own life is to, in your household, in your relationship, whether it's just you and someone else or it's you and your whole family, to have these open conversations about who and what and, 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 and know that it's out there. Just like you do about alcohol. Just like you do about drugs. Understanding, hey, this is this and this too much of this is this. This is when this is good. This is, this is when you start noticing the signs. You could find a, a, a thousand articles, a ten, hundred thousand articles on signs of when your social drinking becomes alcoholism. That sounds, when, what's it starting to destroy? And we, we're so open at that because there's entire industries dedicated to that. So there's competing industries. But porn doesn't have that. The only competing industries within porn are other aspects of porn. But there's no, there, there, there could be plenty of anti-porn alliances and that kind of stuff. But they're not competing. They're, they're, yeah. they're puny. And this thing is huge. Again, take the world's greatest sporting event that everyone watches and it doesn't cover one day of porn, of who's watching porn. And so we have to recognize that if we want to be healthy in our own lives and institute it in our own lives. What's healthy for me? Start with yourself. What's healthy for me? What, what is healthy in my life? What, when I stop pretending I'm not who I am, who the fuck am I? What is healthy for me? What are, what are things that, that, that uh, I can navigate? Like I said, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so like I would do with food, like for my big thing was food. Uh, it was building healthy relationships with food and not thinking because I read a bunch of woo-woo spiritual books, not thinking that you ever get to the point where you ever just get it figured out. You're finally on the right path and you have the white glow around you. And now all the things that are toxic no longer appeal to you is complete bullshit. And whoever wrote that does the shit worse than you do. <laughs>
I promise you that. <laughs> Everyone I ever interviewed is shitting their pants yeah. every week when I say stuff like that. I'm not going to rat you guys out, nope. but just know, I see you. Mm-hmm. I've seen you and you know I'm talking about you. And so it's, you know, so those people, so it took me a while to recognize, wait a second, me wanting to be healthy and wanting a great life and wanting to be, um, wanting to be a, a, a happy, healthy, simplified, unbullshitified life doesn't mean that I'm not going to be attracted to and crave things that will destroy that in a second. And so I have to recognize that about food. And then now that this is permeated so much, I have to recognize it about it. And say, wait a second, where can this get me? Uh, Steph, you've heard me say and, and talks a bunch about like, I've never tried meth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and you're laughing because you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. So I say, I say, I tell people like, I've never tried meth because why would I? It, 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 I probably would find it amazing. Obviously, people are throwing their fucking lives away for this shit. They're 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 successful people. It gets its it it gets its its uh, hooks on you, and they throw their lives. Next thing you know, they're homeless in the street with leaves on their hair, and they're like, "I was an executive two months ago." Like, wait a second. And and if I know me, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, I, I, if I, I can't just walk through the city. I have to walk through with 40,000 people. Yeah. And as time goes by, it's going to be 50,000, 60,000. Like, I, I don't know how to, you see how I write, everybody. I don't know how to half-ass. So you, so I stay away from that stuff because I, if that guy's going to be homeless in two months, I'm going to do it in one. Yep. Let me see if I can do it in one, but let me see if I can destroy my life faster than anybody else and be poetic on the way down. So you know, I pay attention to that kind of stuff and you have to do that in your life. And, and, and porn is just another place we can apply that and why it becomes so important, important for us to apply that um, is that we're the generations and especially the generations below us but we're the generations in which it becomes applicable you know i remember growing up and i watch a lot of like old uh um tv shows so like i watch old tv shows and i mean like i mean the old ones i I, i'm talking like friends not no i'm not talking about friends that's old for you i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that's old for you but not for me (laughs) no i'm saying i watched the the older ones, whether they be in black and white or or even even ones from the eighties when I was when I was younger, uh, so not uh, considered classic TV, but not necessarily like the Three's Companies, the right. Family Ties, mm-hmm. the those those uh, um, bosom buddies and the, like those type of stuff. But I go even further back where I'll do um, the uh, um, oh now now they're uh, um, the Burns and Allen show. I'll go back like the Burns and Allen show and I'll watch those classics, the honeymooners. You'll, you'll watch those, those classics, right? And what you see a lot of times in family dynamics, even back then, even if you watch something silly like Married with Children, which was mm, again, so not a classic, but at the same time, at a time where the internet did not exist, right? So you watch and, and I pay attention to, uh, these type of things where, where, when like the the husband, let's say, is very male centric. So the husband would have a fantasy and then 
you know, he comes home and he gives the wife like a redheaded wig and she's like, oh, honey, you know, and it's and I'm looking at that and I'm like, he just made her his porn. Yeah. He just made her his porn. He was having some weird fantasy. Who knows? It, the, that didn't exist. The internet. Maybe he was walking down the street. Maybe he was he was passing a a a, a shop of some sort and saw some model uh, on um, uh, on the billboard or something. And she was red hair. And he's just like, oh, I guess. and he made the woman he loves his porn. And that, and she was like, "Oh, honey, she didn't throw it at him." Is oh my god, how dare you? Then you can do that, <laughs> but guess what? He's still gonna, he's still gonna fantasize about this. He just knows not to tell you. Yeah, he just knows not to tell you. And so, um, it's a uh, so, and you see that repeatedly, like, oh, let's let's play dress up, let's play fantasy, and the the spouses. Uh, do this in those older type shows and you're like wow look they're making each other the wife might say oh you know don't forget to uh, pick up a policeman's uniform on your way home and the hu- the husband's like wow really yay and it's like it, it was open conversation about acting out each other's fantasies and i would say wow look at that they're making each other their porn Today, you don't have to do that and you don't have to engage in the conversations and it might be easier to not engage in the conversations, just like it's easier to just go to the mall food court for fast food that doesn't lead you to your goals, but at least you're not hungry anymore, right? Right. And that's fucking dangerous thinking when it comes to relationships of any kind. Nobody's healthier because of all the great fast food places. Nobody. There are endless articles and discussions about how they were the demise of health, right? (laughs) When people say, why is everyone in the United States so fat and everywhere else? There's no mystery. Look at what they put in their food and look what they allowed to call food. Mm -hmm. There's no mystery. And then you can throw in that there's a million things. Well, look, but there's no other countries that have 400 million people trying to eat every day. So I get it. But my point is, that kind of thinking in your own life, in your own, in your own household is devastating to a future of healthy living. So let's take a look at that. Let's say, okay, it does exist and it's there. Maybe we can watch it together. Maybe we both agree not to watch it. Maybe we agree that we are each other's porn. Maybe there's something in the middle there. Who cares? Who cares? I just think we should have a healthy relationship with it, regardless of what that means for you. It could be anything. Don't let anyone tell you it's 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 too crazy, too freaky, too who cares? They're not they're not asking them to do it. But just know that way you can identify that about yourself. You can grow and evolve together. This goes back to the number one relationship that thing I talk about is friendship, right? Yeah. Love. Relationships don't end because of lack of love. You're fucking heartbroken because there was plenty of love. Your relationships end because of lack of friendship. That's why you start lying, cheating, and disrespecting, and abuse. It, it's a lack of respect. Is lack of friendship, not lack of love. You're heartbroken because there's love. It's that you end up with outdated versions of each other because you don't talk and communicate honestly because you shut each other down. That's lack of friendship, not lack of love. So when you're able to have these conversations, this is another category in life, a huge one. Your sexuality is not just porn. It's your sexuality. So when you're able to to have these updated conversations with people, 
updated uh, uh, and whether it's someone you just met or someone you've been in a relationship with, you have the opportunity to build longevity with a friendship because you're being honest about how you feel and how you view it and how comfortable or uncomfortable you are with your own sexuality. That's huge. And that's endlessly better than lying to each other and then building up next to impossible barriers to a healthy relationship. Next to impossible. That was an hour. Wow. Wow. I think you said good morning and then I spoke for an hour straight. You said it's hump day and then we started talking about <laughs> it's porn. It's hump day and then talked about porn. <laughs> wah, wah. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> that went fast. That was good. I hope you all have an amazing day. I hope that um, uh, that your week's going well and that you're enjoying our posts. We have more posts today again. Um, the general page doesn't know they're pretty much timed 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. So two, uh, two hours in between. Mm-hmm. So uh, 8, 10, 12, 2, 4, 6, 8 is when the um, general page gets posts. Eastern time. Uh, Eastern time. And uh, and it's it's a mixture of things I wrote 20 years ago and something I might have written yesterday. So it's a mixture of different things. Sometimes we'll do live videos for the general page, which usually will cover one of those. The general page mm-hmm. seems to them like it's uh, it just happens to be happening. But usually if I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to be here. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe for the eight o'clock post, I'll do a live video walk or for the noon post, mm-hmm. I'll do a live video walk or something like that. So we like to keep it pretty uniform because there are I, I forget how many over 100 countries that regularly log in to our general page. So I like to be considerate and consistent for everyone at different time zones. And um, and as we continue to build and grow, not only a huge uh, a huge reach on our general page, which is which is sometimes up to fifty five zero million people. Um, again, keep in mind that sounds like so many people. That's not like one hour of porn. Oh. That's oh not more people in one hour around the world are watching porn oh <laughs> than than uh, visit our page in a month. It's insane. So again, keep that in mind. <laughs> you think motivation and inspiration and and pop psychology is big? You should check out porn. So it's uh again, it's something that we we can uh, have to recognize <laughs> that it's in there. Um, it, it, and so to. Have it have a healthy place in your life and your relationships is is vital. But to know that that we're building this community of of millions of people around the world and and slowly we'll start building uh, this this uh, our little cozy community in here um, to really have an impact when when things get um, a little bit more free and a little bit more open. I have some more ideas for us to do as a group uh, for us, not just like Zoom calls. I mean, like, hey, let's. There's a there's a cool uh, cleanup we can go do. There's a uh, a cool thing for uh, uh, for veterans we can go do for kids that we can go do. Uh, there there's a, so many initiatives that we can take uh, philanthropically that, that that we can do as a community and build together and get together and impact uh, different communities and and communities where you live, communities where I live. Uh, you know, we'll have our unbullshitified community members everywhere around the world. So we can we can start acting on that as well, which is again, if if I can think of any purpose 
that we have on this earth is to to help others. Um, anything beyond that is boring as shit. So, um, as Shakespeare said, Shakespeare. anything beyond that is boring as shit. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can be eloquent, but sometimes a little bit of the New York comes out. Um, but yeah, so so let's keep that as we continue to grow. I hope you all have an amazing day. Uh, don't forget to uh, to read and share our stuff, and I appreciate it. Because everyone that we impact is is one hundred percent because someone shared it. Yeah. Uh and, and I, I love that. Sending you all big hugs. Lots of love from New York. See you next time. <laughs>